doesn't work. Did you, wait, are you having tec technical difficulties? It seems to be. It's not tef technical difficulties on my end, it's technical difficulties on our recorder's end. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's no good. No. Sometimes you just have to hit it. No. Yeah. Okay. You know, like that old TV that you had when you were a little <laughs> kid that wouldn't hold the vert. Do you have one of those? All too well, yes. <laughs> you just smacked it on the side of it. And it worked. Right? <laughs> it's like everybody was the fonts. <laughs> right. That's, that's kind of the way I feel like this camera and this recording device. It just Sometimes you just have to hit it on the side of its head and it works better. Fair enough. Yeah. That's kind of an OG moment all by itself, isn't it? That I guess that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just hit something thinking that's going to make it better. Yeah. Not someone, something. Of course. Let's, or not an animal, not a person. No. But things, like I said, we had a little, I, it was probably six inches, but I'm sure it was a little bit bigger. It was like a 12-inch black and white TV mm -hmm. in, our, in our breakfast nook growing up. And the vert would not hold. Oh. And then, oh. like that, and it would hold. Just scared the hell out of me. Yeah, the dog jumped too. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. All right. Okay. With that said... Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the Newman and Payne podcast, episode number 67. Mm -hmm. And before we get into our main topic, did you have a real OG moment this week? I did. I, I'd have to think about it real quick, and I'll try to reflect while you okay. share yours. So we introduced this, uh, this little uh, moment a couple of weeks ago, talking about everything from shoelaces to not being able to get a car into gear. The latest... I. Don't know if I told you, I think I did, that when I was in Hawaii, I have this awful pinch in my neck. Okay. And went to the chiropractor, it got better. But when I went to open a pill drop, my right hand did not have like good grip for a while. Oh no. Yeah, so my OG moment was I could not get the pill jar open. Okay. <laughs> kinda sucked. Oh man. If that's not an ultimate OG moment, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah, that, that pinch just runs right down my neck, over my shoulder, and into my pinky. And it's getting a little bit better, but on occasion, it makes it feel as though somebody is just squeezing my arm from the inside out. That sucks. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> so, wow. Um, yeah. But I guess my, I mean, it, it was kind of similar to a few years ago when. I told you that I thought I'd like in my place, I thought I was stepping on a nail or, or some a piece of glass on the carpet oh. or something. And it, I'm like, what the hell? And you said, oh, you've got the old guy thing in your foot. I'm like, what are you talking about? Either the plantar fasciitis yeah. or planter's warts. No, no, it was the fasciitis. Yeah, that's where your that tendon across the bottom of your foot mm -hmm. and your arch stretches out and becomes immeasurably uncomfortable. Yeah, and you do a lot of things on your feet, so uh, yeah. that must have just. Sucked. Uh, it was awful because I was, <laughs> I was going out on a Friday night, and I, and I thought I stepped on like a nail or something, and I'm like, what the hell was that? And I, <laughs> I felt the carpet. I'm like, I just vacuumed the other day, and felt the carpet. It was fine. It was like, oh, okay. Well, then I took a weird, uh, like, an angle again, and and there it was again. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's following you. Oh man. And then when you when you broke it down, you're like, yeah, you got the old guy thing in your foot, and you told me about it. I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh. Here we go. So I had an actual planter's warts in both of the bottom of my feet. Ow. And they go up into your bone. And you know me, I'm not good with the whole needle thing. I'm not good with the... <gasps> oh, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so uh, that was an awful few days where they, they go and dig it out 
But in the meantime, it feels like you continually have a piece of large sand in your shoe or a rock or something yeah. right underneath the the round the metacarpals of your foot. It kind of sucks. Ugh. So, all right, terrible. So you brought up a topic last week that scares the hell out of me because I can think of exactly like thirty seconds to speak of, but we're did, gonna make this happen. Did you do a little research or? Uh, did well, you look I'm things not up? really sure what kind of research I can do okay. because I'm going to have to follow your lead. And the topic is... Canceled TV shows after one season. What? One season? Yeah. That's what you said? Yeah. I thought you said shows that had an ending that... Oh, 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 yes, like yes. fell off. Shows that canceled after one season. I mean, there's that. That would be hard and a whole bunch of nonsensical Whoops. stuff that people have no idea what we're talking about because yeah. they're gone really fast. Yeah, they are. Um, the, okay, so for instance, um, recently... Well, we the big one was Sopranos, Yeah, right? Where it just stopped. Yeah. In the half of a sentence or half note in that case where Journey's uh, playing on yes. the jukebox. So my thought was, how would you have liked it to end? Wow, um, catching up with with how Sopranos ended, and and I think it was it reminded me of like recently um, Game of Thrones, how they just were they were cutting all the characters off quickly, and and some people were going away, and that's kind of how Sopranos was going away yeah. when Adriana disappeared in the forest, and right. and um, you she know didn't disappear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want to call it disappear? Air quotes. Okay. Oh, maybe she was bumped off, like yeah. you know. Well, that's what happens when you talk. Ab absolutely. All right. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's really tough. I mean, I would I would have loved to have seen Tony have like basically have the ultimate revenge and and like because uh, it was John, right? His boss who kept putting the, putting the screws to Tony, like at, in one subtle way, shape, or form. As the see as the as the uh, series was going on, am I am I off on this? Do you remember this right? Uh, it's been a while, so I'm gonna trust you on your recall. So okay, keep going. Because John was his boss. That you know, it, it, John was the the like the main guy. Because it was really it was think Tony had a boss. I thought he was the boss of New Jersey, and then John was the boss in New York. And maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and they always had kind of the. Mutual admiration, don't step on his toes, he won't step on yours. Mm -hmm. You both have your own areas. But I didn't but they tried not to beat each other up because they knew that would in, inevitably weaken both families. Yes. So I didn't think of them as a boss because they're both bosses. Yeah, no, I th in fact that's uh that that's spot on because I had forgotten that John was in New York and, right. and obviously Tony being in, in New Jersey, the, uh, I, I don't know, like it would have been amazing to see not really a shootout, but more so, um, cause you only got to see Tony get physical like a handful of times and right. to have every so often, yeah, somebody piss him off and he'd lay a couple of haymakers on him <laughs> yeah. and then he'd have his guys like finish somebody off. Absolutely. Because that's, that was kind of beneath him, but he wanted to let you know that he's okay. still the boss. Yeah. Right. That's right. what I was thinking. Like maybe it would be kind of awesome to have that kind of um, ending, where you know, like all of his therapy sessions just finally came to fruition, and he had that pent up rage, and he just just let it go. Hmm. I kind of went another direction. All right. So if you remember, the very, very, very last thing we hear is the jingle of the door opening, mm -hmm. 
and we think that something is going to happen, and that's when the scene cuts. Okay. Right? So my thought was the next thing you hear is a pop. And then you realize walking in the door is a procession of everybody that meant something to the series. Ah. So we go kind of weird next level, almost in a lost way. Okay. Where we bring everybody back because what's happened? Tony's been knocked off and he's regathered with everybody that's been knocked off before him on the huh. scene. And we have a little moment to say goodbye to all the people that meant something to the show. I get a little weird with that stuff, but I always think that's kind of a cool way to wrap up stories like that. Yeah, yeah. Bring everybody back. Bring Big Pussy back. He may, he may be a little wet because he's got cement shoes from being out in the water. He was swimming but, with the fishes. Yeah. But it'd be kind of cool to see him one more time. Or Junior, or, you know, all of the people that meant something to the story. They come in and join him in the restaurant. And it's only because somebody had knocked him off and he's joined them. Yeah. Wow. That's that's very layered and very well thought out. Yeah, I just came up with that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So that would be kind of a cool way that would, and, and they have done that in other ways, such as Seinfeld. So we finished off Seinfeld yep. where they're on trial, mm -hmm. right? And it was kind of an awful, but what they did was they brought in all of those story makers yep. through the years. We got to see the soup Nazi again. We got to see the close talker again. We got to see all of these people that made, that wove the fabric that was that show. Yeah that was so important, not just, and I, I equate Seinfeld to a modern Shakespeare. There's so many things in our dialect, in our everyday that is related to Shakespeare, and thus Seinfeld does the same thing. There's so many things that we say mm -hmm. that are come from Seinfeld because it was an important part of, of our modern Absolutely. Colloquialism, if you will. Colloquialism is a fantastic way to put that because they, I mean, we didn't we didn't think about how bad the double dip could have been mm. until the double dip happened in the show. <laughs> and I remember when that happened, you and I discussed it the next day at work. Right. And we, we spoke about the double dip. We spoke about, you know, the, the close talker, the shower heads, the, like everything that they spoke about. Oh, absolutely. That was oh, our life. The, the bright neon sign right out the window. Kenny Roaster's chicken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kenny Rogers Roaster's. <laughs> right. And we have both lived in places where we've had bright neon signs outside of our apartment windows. Yes. At some point in time, you've had like 40 homes. I, <laughs> yeah. I've lived in an apartment up in the Northwest. I will never forget. It was like, Oh my God, does this ever, oh, it turned off one night. Oh, that's nice. It's back on the next night. Mm -hmm. That sucks. So, but there's all, and they called it a show about nothing, but it was all of these things that you think about. You're like, oh yeah, that does totally suck. Mm -hmm. Or I can identify with that. And that was the whole point of it. Yeah, that's, that, that, that whole series with Seinfeld. I mean, we could, we could do an entire episode just based on that oh, alone. Oh, sure. So, you're, you brought up another one that, um, another show that we're waiting to see if it's truly gone. And I think right now it's really hard to produce, and that is Manifest. Yeah, Manifest is like, that was, it, the show started off so strong. Got a little weird for a minute. Oh, and it's totally weird. They kind of, they, they circled back to some of the characters and, and, and the, uh, the, the um, undercover or the, the, the lady that is on misleading everybody? Am I on that right? Well, she was a somehow a general in the army of some sort that yeah. was trying to gather up all of the people and all the intel as to how this all worked, and we never knew if she was for the greater good 
or she was trying to be undermining the whole thing mm -hmm. so that the greater good never did find out what really happened. That and we don't know that answer. There we was, still don't know that answer, and that's the problem. There's also another uh, program that uh, found its way to Netflix after being on ABC for two seasons, uh, two years or whatever, and it was designated Survivor. And oh. that show, um, it, it was... It was that Kiefer Sutherland? It was. Okay. And uh, the, the show, I thought, was, was really well-written in parts, and other parts were like, this is just kind of going nowhere. We, <laughs> I mean... You know, okay. the, the, like uh, his 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 uh, character Tom, uh, the president, was you know in therapy, and, and all of a sudden the therapy sessions get leaked out, and and yeah. it, it, it was yeah. just kind of weird. Like okay. that that part of the storyline I didn't understand. Um, there was another situation similar to the one that you just described about uh, is the person person good or bad in the equation. There's that situation. That always seems to be kind of a, let's throw that out there. Mm -hmm. Because that way, as we write it, we can make them good or we can make them really bad. We're not going to let you know, and maybe we don't know yet either. I think that's why I always I, feel that way with a lot of that stuff. I gave up on the TV show This Is Us because um, <laughs> Justin Hartley's character, Kevin, okay. was such a prick. And like it was very self-centered, very... Um, it, it, uh, frustrating to watch because you were hoping for like the development of this character to turn into something that you really wanted to like really glom onto and, and enjoy. And like, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, after I think three seasons, <laughs> I was done. So we recorded or had on the DVR 43 episodes before I finally said, I'm not going to watch this. Can we get rid of these? <laughs> was that the cat with the mustache? Um, no, that's uh, the guy. Uh, he was the main guy. Yes. Okay. So that's uh, Milo. I remember him from Heroes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia. Okay. He was on, uh, actually got to uh, moderate his panel at, uh, at a uh, comic convention in Portland. Nice. And it was right. in Portland or Sacramento, one of the two. But I got to moderate his panel. It was really cool, like, talking to him. And this is before. So that was probably during Heroes because that was that's yeah. such a Comic-Con type thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, like, he, I, and I don't know if he alluded to whether or not there was going to be another show that he was going to be a part of. But I just remember we did we spoke about Heroes and, and oh, yeah. everything else in his, his repertoire at the time. And, and if you ever pull up Heroes, you'll see a monster cast yeah. came out of that show. You okay? So you referenced Lost. I <laughs> yeah. never watched Lost. Does that make me a bad person, or no? What? It makes you a person that just is okay. Now, first off, I've been to Hawaii a number of times, so I like Hawaii. And it was filmed in Hawaii, basically within feet of where they filmed Jurassic Park. Wow! So it's the exact same backdrop as Jurassic Park, which huh. is fun. And and you know that canyon. It's Kauai and Oahu is where they basically. Uh, did that so that's what brought me in okay um we've been on airplanes a lot so i don't know what it is because it's kind of like a face the fear thing whenever a show or a movie or something starts with a plane crash i'm kind of fascinated by that manifest manifest um the denzel washington movie um pilot flight flight okay uh starts with an amazing plane oh. crash where he inverts a plane and in order for it to not crash into a city, it was the only way to pull it out. But the whole thing is, the guy's like on heroin and meth and four things of, or four cans of uh, 
beer before he ever gets on the plane, but this is what makes him centered in the universe, and he's able to save just about everybody on the flight, and nobody on the ground gets injured, <laughs> but it comes out that the guy's a wreck. But the first three minutes of that is amazing huh. as far as a plane crash on camera is just incredible. Um, the Tom Hanks one where he recreates Sully and Miracle on the yeah. uh, on the Hudson on the Hudson I, all of the they're just fascinating things. You, you and then it goes back to remember never get on a plane with Tom Hanks because <laughs> you you're mentioning all these plane crash uh, shows and it made me think of a comedy that was on TBS called Wrecked. Did you ever watch that? No. That was about uh, seven. Hang on, let me look at the the year of that show. It was 2016, so five years ago. Okay. The show is hysterical, um, and it has to do with with getting uh, in, in a plane crash and they're stranded on an island, and it's <laughs> it's an okay. amazing show. It's I think it's supposed to be a spin on Lost, but mm-hmm. um, the way it's written and and how it the character development everything is fantastic. I hmm. I, I miss TBS for that. Um, also for the Jason Jones, um, Natalie Z show that I can't think of off the top of my head now, but there, that was a comedy. Okay. Oh, um, it was, it was only on for three seasons. Um, and I I'd have idea. to, okay. I'd have to, uh, check that too real quick. Let me just do Jason. Jason Jones. Cause Jason Jones is the husband of Samantha B. Oh, okay. T B. Wait a minute. The show. husband, like in real life. Yeah. Samantha B's husband. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, the me... Detour is the show that was on TBS. Oh. So The Detour, um, and there was also another uh, mystery type show that, like TBS had this 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 a little block string. going for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then they they disrupted everything with that uh, awful change the mic or drop the mic show or whatever it was called with Method Man, uh, Bieber's <laughs> Bieber's wife and and uh, somebody else is on the show. Anyway, oh that's who that is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Baldwin. Yeah. Haley Baldwin. Yeah. Right. Oh, every so often they throw people out. Like right now they're doing the really big show or something with Snoop Dogg. Okay. And um, what's her face that was in Mandalorian that was the Jedi. Uh, she's on there. And then two people, I have no idea. Oh. Uh, and it's these people that do these amazing, amazing things, but it's just more character development reality shows instead of serials. Obviously, much cheaper to produce because you're only paying the four hosts or or judges or whatever your host, and then you bring in these people, and the one of the people that has the most amazing thing, you give them fifty grand. That's a hell of a lot cheaper than what you'd be paying a cast and crew and all that sort of stuff. And it looks like they basically can do the entire season's worth in about a week. Your reference of Snoop Dogg and mine of TBS also <laughs> reminds me, going back now five years again, oh. um, reminds me of the of TBS bringing back a game show. I think it was Joker's Wild. Yeah. it's Yeah, it's Joker's Wild, <laughs> it was... but it's Snoop Dogg on Joker's Wild, which <laughs> if you've never seen is, if you can put up with, because there's some people that just can't do Snoop. Right. And I get it. I do he's, too. He's, he's dopey and... If, if you're not on Snoop, then that's fine. But if you can listen to the fact that he's a pretty bright guy mm-hmm. and he interweaves his persona with his brightness very well, yep. then you can appreciate what he's into. And I was never a Snoop fan until episode number two of the Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh. Episode number two. Wow. And you're like, okay, how's that happen? Yeah, lay it on me. I'm up 
I'm watching Jimmy Kimmel for episode number two. His two guests, Adam Carolla, uh-huh. awesome. Man Show Reunion, yeah. and Snoop Dogg. Okay. And the only one that was sober on the set was Snoop Dogg, <laughs> who was narrating the ridiculousness between Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel. Oh my God, it was the funniest thing I had ever seen. That's amazing. Because Snoop, I, for some reason, I want to say he was on the wagon. He was doing something that it was an amazing moment of television. And Kimmel just kept saying, I don't know how we don't get canceled after tonight. <laughs> this is, there's no way they let us keep going. And it was hilarious. And Snoop Dogg was brilliant because he was the only sober guy up there saying, no, how is it you guys get away with all this sort of, I mean, just being Snoop. Is it 15, 15 years later and Kimmel's still going? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. But it started out, and, and those of you that have never seen it, there's no way this show could happen now. The Man Show. I think it was on VH1? Uh, Man Show was on Comedy Central. Comedy Central. All right. Wow. There's no way this show would happen now there's because just the closing credits would get the show banned from anything on any major network. There's actually a lot of, uh, there's some backlash out there that's- uh, Oh, absolutely. About all this and, and how Kimmel and Corolla have, have from what I gather, uh, after seeing the stories, they've, they've really, they've taken some heat. Oh yeah, it was, it was absolutely a, a half an hour of ridiculous misogynistic uh, commentary finished off by Women on trampolines over the credits. That's right. Oh. <laughs> you, like I said, there's no way in the world this would ever happen now. But if you can find, I don't even know if it's out there. It's not one of those things I go looking up. Yeah. <laughs> but they had some amazing skits and they had this guy who was like their buddy and uncle something. He could take a pint of beer okay. and just drink it without stopping. Wow. And he never like swallowed, he just opened his Gulliver and it and went straight down. Oh, It was an amazing thing to watch. Wow. I have no idea. So it wasn't just about women, they also did beer and food stuff. Interesting. On the Man Show, I yeah. never, and, and this will probably surprise you, I never watched it. It was one of those things that you'd be going, oh, okay, we'll watch this for a moment. You throw the remote over the shoulder. Wow, I just lost a half an hour of my life. Okay, what's next? And you moved on, but it was entertaining. Like they kept it going and you knew who Adam Carolla was because he was the radio guy up to that point. You didn't really know who Jimmy Kimmel was. Right. Now Jimmy Kimmel is sort of taking the mantle and Adam Carolla is sort of settled down into the weeds a little bit and doing his, he picks and chooses his spots a little bit more. It's kind his, of an interesting how his podcast is amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. They do. In, the, uh, in fact, he was, uh, when, when he did a show here, he did a couple shows over at the Nugget before they changed owners. And his live shows are fantastic. His his delivery oh, is great. He's always been a great storyteller. Yeah, yeah. His movie too, um, called The Hammer. Have you ever seen it? No. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. We did watch the new Borat movie. Okay. Okay, that's another <laughs> one that's got an ending to it that I'm really hoping. Well, I was kind of hoping they didn't pick it up after the last. I wasn't a big fan of this because I I can't tell if they keep setting people up, and when I went and read about the production of it mm -hmm. after the fact, and, and if you haven't seen it, uh, it's again 
where he's out in the world, but now we know who Sasha Baron Cohen is. Yeah. And he gets recognized, and that's a little bit of the movie, and that's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of parts where he is not recognized, and you don't know if they have been told, play along, or they really don't know better. And it's really, it's kind of a, you're kind of suspending reality a little bit more so in a in a documentary and that's kind of tough mm-hmm. yeah the uh the when it w- the first one i didn't watch because i didn't need to oh i watched on a plane every <laughs> man is that inappropriate <laughs> every person i know they all saw it they gave me all the lines i was like i don't need to see this movie no that's probably true and, yeah and so i i just went along with it well when it was announced that there was a, a second one being made I thought, you know, I'm going to get ahead of the curve on this. I'm going to watch it before, you know, sure. everybody starts quoting it so I can enjoy it the first or the first time around. And I, I, I found a lot of the movie to be hysterical. Um, there, oh, are some, sure. there are some ups and downs in it, but right. o- overall, like if I gave it, you know, I would say a 7 out of 10 would definitely recommend. That's fair. The older lady, you know, in the synagogue mm-hmm. that he hugs, she passed away before it was released oh. or passed away. Um, and they dedicated, there's a moment in the credits to her, oh, which is pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And they were so upset at that moment in the movie, he went back out of character and explained what he was doing and why he was doing it. Yeah, okay, they, so they felt better after that, but they did not want to release their appearance rights to him before that moment. Okay. Now the Borat character um, would took me a minute to to like get into and oh yeah adhere to and all that. The one character that he's done that I just can't wrap my head around is Da Ali G. No, I, no Ali G. That's a big pass. <laughs> I mean, I, no. For as great as he was in Talladega Nights, yeah, Ali G goes the other way. Yeah, I yeah. I am right there with you. Yeah, no, he was brilliant in Talladega Nights because he he so went across the line. It's kind of like what he did in Borat because he crossed lines in the world of NASCAR mm-hmm. that man NASCAR people would be so <laughs> uncomfortable with it's pretty amazing I still every now and then I like to say you may miss spill my macchiato <laughs> right so another going back to our topic because we love to spin off the actual topic going back to our topic of shows that went away before we're if you will, before we're ready for them to go away yeah. or before they finished up the story. Do you have another one that comes to your head that you had in your notes? There was one, yeah, in my notes. Uh, it was from 25 years ago in 96. It was on Fox and it made it, it, it made it into a second season. The show was called Profit. And the show, I, I loved the show. My girlfriend at the time, she and I used to watch it like every single week. Make sure you yeah. set the set the VCR. <laughs> That's what we had to do. So we always had to have a stack. And of, rewind the tapes. Yes, blank tapes. We always had to make sure that we set the VCR because in the event, like if we went out or something, sure. can't miss the show. Um, and the show. And any, oh, those were the days. Yes. Um, I, I brought up a, a note on the show in my phone. By the way. Yeah. My mom still tapes her soap. You've got to be kidding me. Isn't that fantastic? Are you serious? I'm not really sure how she even pulls that off because like it doesn't really work, but she still has a VCR and she still tapes stuff on her VCR. Isn't that fantastic? That, okay. All right. I I don't even know how that works because most of us have to like hit record Mm -hmm. or hit like power on the DVR box or on your cable box or whatever you got for a box. Yeah, no, she, last I checked, she was... Yeah, 
And my brother thought it was so fun, he actually found somewhere to buy her a pack of VHS for Christmas one year. Wow. Yeah. I'm not sure How if he was I... mocking her or, or uh, um, helping her. Enabling her. <laughs> Enabling her, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, okay. So they're still out there. So the, <laughs> the note that I have here about the TV show Profit, it says here, Profit is an American drama television series that originally aired in 96 on Fox. Uh, the series was created and occasionally directed by David Greenwald and John McNamara and starred Adrian Pazdar as the eponymous lead character. The show was fantastic. Eponymous? I, I mean, <clears throat> you mean eponymous? Me. No, no, eponymous. Self-titled? Ep eponymous. E-P-O, hang on, where's the word here? Uh, Epimemius means self-titled. E-P-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S, -E eponymous. I thought it was epimemius. Right. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so. Because R.E.M. had an uh, album with that same name. Oh. Meaning self-titled. Fascinating. But the show, All right. Profit, was, I thought it was fantastic. It was about that guy. Yeah. Huh. And it, it made it into, like, three episodes into the next season, and, and then, then gone yeah and you're just left hanging so that's really frustrating by the way. so michelle she she asked me what so she goes hey where's that show i'm like i i don't know we waited and waited and like no nothing and chances are she yelled at you because you screwed it up no nothing <laughs> even remotely like no hint of where the show even went hmm. it just vanished into thin air and at that point there's no internet to check in and see um did this show get canceled? Right. Where did it go? Like maybe if you knew somebody, you could make a phone call to a network and say, is this coming? Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Huh. I mean, it was like a lot of the shows on Fox that all, I mean, we could, we, we could do another episode <laughs> solely on the shows that Fox canceled after a season or had a weird ending to whatever a happened. A season. They don't even make through a season. Right. They find a way to just yeah. cancel. It's gone. That's funny. Oh, man. Huh. <laughs> I, I remember watching a show on ABC about that same time, maybe a little bit, called Homefront. And it was a, it started out with all of the guys coming home from World War II hmm. and how they displaced all of the women who filled in their uh, work roles in factories and various jobs okay. in this small town. And now they're thrown back into the kitchen again, air quotes, back into the kitchen, back into their homes, but they had had this taste of, we want to be out in the world. So now the series goes into, we, we're we going to have our own voice and our own uh, way out in the world. And that's what Homefront was all about. And it went, same kind of thing. It was like two seasons. And I was, I swear, the only person, especially the only person under 50 that actually watched it. <laughs> but it was kind of a cool thing to watch. And again, a monster cast of people that the star from Friday Night Lights. I didn't. I never watched that show. Uh, I the know coach, of it. Yeah, the coach, the main coach in Friday Night Lights. He was in that. I think Nathan Fillion was in that hmm. from a um, uh, bunch of things, Castle and whatnot. Um yeah, there's a whole bunch of people that went on from that show. If you ever check out Homefront and you find it somewhere, it was it was one of those things. It was around for two seasons. It was a really cool period piece show that just gone. One so day. 
An another one that the, that you mentioned because you you've uh, referenced a couple of shows that have had these great casts mm -hmm. and all that. Another one is uh, Freaks and Geeks. Do you remember that? Oh, I didn't watch it. That was around for one season, mm -hmm. and everybody loved it, and nobody could figure out why it got canned. And yep. that was Claire Danes, right? No, no, you're thinking of uh, my so-called life on MTV. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, Freaks and Geeks had... Freaks and Geeks. Okay, so where do we begin? Um, John Francis Daly, you might not recognize him until you saw his face. Um, where do we know him from? James Franco. John Francis Daly, you would know him from... Uh, he was on Bones. He was in Spider-Man. Okay. There you um, go. Okay. He was also in the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds. So, and then you said... Uh, James Franco. Also in Spider-Man. Um, yes. <laughs> and then you've got uh, Seth Rogen. Not in Spider-Man. No. Okay. Um, wow. uh, Seth Rogen would be the Green Hornet, I believe. Yeah, it was the Green Hornet. Okay. Not the Green Lantern. No, that would be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you've got Jason Siegel. Oh, wow. Yeah. From uh, the American Pie, right? Uh, no, no. Um, he was, Jason Siegel was in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. And also... Yeah, those guys all... Like, they're all the same guy. You right. don't see them together. They're about the same age. Saving Sarah yeah. Silverman or, or right. something like that. Uh, forgetting the, Sarah Marshall. Forget Right. Which also had the girl that was in Heroes. The blonde. Sarah, yeah. Sarah Marshall was in Heroes. Yes. Wow. wow. Um, that uh, I want to say that's uh, friggin' Dak's yeah. uh, wife. Yes. Kristen Bell. Bell, thank you. Right. Who's also the voice in Frozen. Yes. Okay. I love this chain, Daisy Chain of stuff. But... <laughs> Um, uh, who, who's Busy Phillips. Oh, right. Who went on and did the show with uh, Courtney Cox. Cougar Town. Cougar Town, right. Terrible show. It was horrible. But Hor somehow it, around for like, yes. it was around for like 10 seasons. I don't I know think how they pulled that off. I think it's still on and they're still shooting episodes. I don't know what channel, wow. what network, but I think it is. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that All we would... wanted from that show was watching Busy's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Her, her action. Right. Up top. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what it was. And, and you've got all, <laughs> all the different um, people from that cast who, wow. yeah, you've, you, all these people are uh, That's obviously... amazing. They're all about the same age, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because Freaks and Geeks was basically set high school, all the kids that did not fit in, if I remember right. Correct. Yeah. So that made everybody who wasn't popular want to watch that show. But again, gone in a season. Yep. Because I guess they couldn't figure out how to keep it going or just got too expensive. You never know. Yeah, I, I don't know. And so you also referenced my so-called life and or referenced Clarence, Claire Danes. And, right. and going back to, again, the one episode that, or the one season where it just kind of like, eh, okay, and we're done. Well, then they, they, I thought they picked that up somewhere else. Like they threw it on a cable thing or streaming service for like four episodes hmm. to try and wrap up things. Interesting. Yeah, I think. Because Jared Leto was in that. Um, Bess Armstrong. Okay. Do you hmm. remember Bess Armstrong? Uh, Blonde actress. Uh, you would know her from Jaws 3D. Also, um, <laughs> she, there was... Uh, Nobody actually saw that. I, I did. It was terrible, <laughs> but I did. I remember going to... to uh, uh, Universal Studios, and they had a ginormous fish hanging from a crossbar saying, Jaws 3D coming this fall. <laughs> you referenced Castle. She was in Castle. Wow. She was only in one episode in, in Castle. 
Jesus. Um, okay. Yeah, I know. It's 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 funny. So like all these uh, these different people are these different um, actors and whatnot. But yeah, my so-called life. <clears throat> excuse me. It, uh, it it had also had um, this actor Devin Gummersall. Which I'm like. Okay, as now I, you're just brand new. No, no, because he was on. Uh, he was on the TV show. He was the director for the TV show Nashville. He was also oh. uh, in Mad Men. Nashville again. Mm-hmm. That had. Uh, that was the other girl in Heroes. That's pretty weird. Wow. Okay. Look at this. <laughs> this daisy chain of, of everything. It's like it almost all comes back to Kevin Bacon somehow. Uh, right. I'm sure we could connect this all <laughs> to Kevin chances Bacon. Chances are we can. Oh man. I had oh speaking of Kevin Bacon I had um, I, I hosted trivia night oh I thought you were tell me something about breakfast no no okay. at uh, at at uh, a bar in Midtown Reno the Polo sure. Lounge okay and Kevin Bacon was one of the subjects right so the people it was funny because one of the questions and let's see if you can get the question obviously oh. you're not able to to hit the old um, search on that so we can give you the question fair and square or or um, phone a friend. Okay. Or yeah, you can't phone the friend. So this question here, um, it had to do, where did it go? Uh, Kevin Bacon. Um, Kevin Bacon has a foot race with a character named Neil Page in New York City in this 80s holiday classic. What legendary comedian plays Neil Page and what is the movie? You asked me this the other day and I still don't remember it. The only movie I remember him doing in New York City where he's running was... Where he's the, um, he plays a uh, courier, and I don't remember the name of that movie, so I have no idea what that is. Yeah, Neil Page um, is played by Steve Martin. Oh, oh, that's right. It was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking, Kevin Bacon was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What's so great is everybody at the tri- at that trivia night all said the same thing. He was in. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, like they couldn't, they couldn't wrap their head around it. No. And so I think everybody went home to go watch that, like <laughs> Google the like, scene or something, or, right. or go watch the movie. Watch that that five seconds of Kevin Bacon in yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because all you think about is John Candy and Steve Martin in that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the only two people that there could have been other people, and I don't even know who else was in that movie because all I think about are those two guys. And then you think about the whole scene with, ah, I got my hands between two pillows. It's nice and warm and all that. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> yeah. That's a great moment. So <laughs> everybody brings up pillows. Uh, but yeah, so the, that was that. Oh, and then um, another, I, did I do the Omega House question? Did I read you that one last week? No. So um, That's Animal House right there. Yeah, right so there. when Kevin in Animal House, when Kevin Bacon is joining Omega House, who is the character that consecrates the bond of obedience? Thank you, sir. May I have another? That's uh, the second part of the question. Yeah. So uh, the second part of the question is, what are the words that Kevin Bacon says as this moment is happening? Oh, wow. Thank you, you, sir. May say, I have another? Yes. Um, By the way, we got in trouble. Wasn't that Greg? Uh, was his name? No. Was the president of the... Uh, fraternity no uh greg uh um the uh omega house was where um niedermeyer was the oh oh really yeah i could not tell you the actor's name he's dead though i do know niedermeyer's dead really yeah that sucks yeah there's a lot of people um so the i want to say it was four years ago i think at the stadium we got in trouble because i'm the mc for the aces right and so we got in trouble because when one of the uh, one of the opposing batters for the other team, when he struck out, 
our sound effect guy upstairs hit, thank you, sir, may I have another? And you see the umpire just look up <laughs> at the control room and shake his head like, don't do that ever again. <laughs> and we haven't aired it at the stadium since. Why would that be so... I think it was just, it was it was viewed as juvenile or, or something like, I mean, like if we can't have fun at minor league baseball, then right? like what is the point? Because didn't at one point they have a problem with like the dolphin sound effect or yes. something? I didn't understand that one either. We couldn't do flipper. We couldn't do uh, the clown horn. I mean, like we... So <laughs> it gets to a point, then you have to start knowing who the umps on the field are going to be. Right. So you know if that guy's not there, then you can throw the thank you, sir, may I have another again and see if the next umpire has the same problem. So for the upcoming season, there are, um, I, I forget how many homestands. I think there's 10 homestands or, or something, or six, eight homestands, whatever. They're doing a shorter <clears throat> season, right? It's, it's a little shorter, but okay. they're also doing, like, say, for instance, uh, we'll wind up playing... The opening series is a six-game series against the Sugarland Skeeters. Six games. We've never played six games in a row against one team. Oh, that's an interesting thing. So limited amount of travel is what they're doing there. Yes. Which is a lot like the college basketball, which is a lot like a lot of things. Where yeah. They do double headers against where they'll... Like in basketball, they'll play the same team twice on their floor, and then they won't see them again that season. So, right. okay, same. T so normally series are weird ones are two and four, but normally three game series. Uh, they're very rare to have a two game series, if unless yeah. it's like it's it. There were two like games that were postponed exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, a three game series is is least likely, but would happen. A four game series is a given. Okay, all right, so. Now we're doing six games, and that'll probably be the only time we see the Skeeters there. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and just and like who are they the minor to? Uh, I'd have to look it up. I don't know. I've never of heard. Head. The, where is Sugarland? Texas. Okay, narrow. Where? In, where are we talking <laughs> about here? You can bring it up on the computer faster than I can on my phone. Um, and then, okay, so we have, so we have, uh, we start with the Sugarland Skeeters, and then we only see, we see them once. And we only see the Salt Lake Bees once, and that's for the final six-game series of the season. I imagine you'll only see everybody once. No, we're going to see Sacramento like 95,000 times. <laughs> okay, so I heard an interesting stat. Colgate. Uh, the Red the, Raiders? Yes, in the Ivy League. Okay. Are 11-1 this year in college basketball. Okay. They are ranked 13th in one of the ranking systems wow. as a result. But they, in their 11 and one, have only played three schools. <laughs> what and, the hell? And their one loss was against Army. They've beaten Army four other times. Okay. Four other times in their 11 <laughs> games. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I guess that's the world that we're in right now, I guess. So yeah, what you're talking about is all of this is really no different than, than like the NHL schedule where, you right. know, it's, it's the same, you play the same five teams in your division pretty much. And hopefully the Canadians will be able to play the Americans at the end of the season. We're uh, hoping, I mean, for the cup in a perfect world. Well, theoretically they're going to bubble them and they're going to be able to play for the cup. Accurate. Yeah. All right. Wow, we started uh, out uh, talking about TV yeah, shows we got with a, a weird ending. Oh, speaking of jerseys last week. Here we go. Did you see the Atlanta-Oklahoma City game this past week? Mm -mm. Both wearing their city jerseys, oh. which, oh, by the way, were both red and orange. Yeah, that happened. Why? 
they both wore the exact same looking jersey against each other on the floor. How'd that work out? Supposedly, Oklahoma City got it wrong and they changed at halftime and came out in their whites at halftime. Okay. Why they had to wait till half to do that and not do it like when they all showed up at the jump and they were like, um, hmm. we all look the same. <laughs> it's, it's like two hot chicks wearing the same dress to a fancy event. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a moment for the two of them to deal with. Outstanding. But yeah, they. so going back to the jersey thing, sometimes it is it is a good thing to just stick with what works. Okay. But yeah, they both were red and orange in a ball game. Wow. All right. Okay. Do we have a plan for next week? Um, I, no. What, what are you passionate about? What am I passionate about? There you go. I like fruit. Fruit. What do you... You passion I was playing. Oh, I'm okay. I I'm thinking like what fruit. Am I, <laughs> that's a what hell I'm of a passionate topic. about. I don't know. I could I could go on by uh, for forty five minutes on really innocuous things that nobody would be interested in, like like <laughs> women's golf and NASCAR and stuff like that, and that would just drive everybody up a tree. So I'm not going to do that to anybody. I'm not really sure. We'll have to come up with something. Okay. Well, because I, I, I mean, we alluded to doing an entire episode on Seinfeld. We could do that. Episode on Seinfeld. It's been so long since I've seen many episodes. It'd be recall of certain things, and I'd worry that I get it wrong, and people would get mad at us and post that I got it wrong. Oh man, we'll think about it. Okay. All right. With that said, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate everybody who's made the time to check this out. Absolutely.